Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will just to reset the scene. I did it for the AI again. I redescribed everything. So start scrolling slowly and I will begin. Act two. The adventuring party known as the Quacko Paco began their action plan. After dueling with a mysterious squid monster, the group entered the cave and retrieved the eggs they were seeking. However, in the process, Symmetra, a.k.a. Sam, was killed by a poisonous eye stainer. Gimli fed part of her body to Trevor the Boldor, which gave Trevor human-like intelligence. Schmidt consumed some ancient draconic sludge in the egg chamber and has assumed a powerful new form, which has given him angel wings, yellow eyes, and x-ray vision, among other things. The party began to flee the cave with their bounty of eggs until they were cut off by a violent guardian Regirock right before the cave exit. Regirock has challenged them to battle. Now is your chance to prove your worth to me. You cannot trust a member of the Quacko Paco. They worship no god. <laughs> Hell yeah. I've got a weakness for a strong guy. <laughs> when, when you're called upon to fight, you fight. <laughs> An earthquake shakes the cave, shaking everything in it. Regirock appears unbothered. My daddy has important business. Schmidt, in his powerful new form, launches a beam from his third eye at Regirock. Regirock begins to shrink. Wait! Father, I won't fail you again. Regirock continues to shrink. He's about as large as a rhinoceros. My friends, I shall lay down my life and heed your call to save the planet. Don't you think that's a little dramatic? At the end of the day, we're all just a bunch of egg cave egg bandits. No, but Regirock has made a most excellent point. You cannot trust those who associate with the Quacko Paco. Nonetheless, I will heed your call. Regirock is still shrinking, now about the size of a large dog. I think he's going to give up. Look at how small he is. Ah, a fair fight. That's what I've been waiting for. Gimli, seeing a clear size advantage, begins to fight Regirock. <laughs> Look at how small Regirock is. So simple. I think he can beat you, actually. To Regirock. Go, Regirock! Or if you are so strong, you can actually beat Regirock. I am so strong, I can beat just about anything. Both Schmidt and Trevor begin to assault Regirock. Regirock, still shrinking, is about the size of a cat. Regirock, you're a little guy! I think he's about to give up. They just want a big show to hide all of this slime. The chamber this fight is taking place in is full of slime and seems to only be becoming slimier. Regirock is now about the size of a duckling. Slow down. Cut this urge to fight. Truce for now. I understand. I will lay down my life and leave the cave with the eggs. Schmidt, Trevor, and Gimli stop fighting Regirock. Regirock holds his tiny arms in the air and performs a mysterious ritual. Regirock is now about the size of a mouse. Trevor, are you about to... Trevor starts to mimic this ritual. Regirock holds his hands out and begins to chant, Hello, my beautiful princess. The two rocky creatures sway in majestic unison. Elodie can't help but cry. The fluffy white, fluffy white, fluffy rabbit lives. I'm more sure of it now than ever before. Regirock shrinks to about the size of a jelly bean, then stops shrinking. Trevor sees the opportunity to pick up tiny Regirock and place him upon his head. Grandfather, are you proud of what I've done? I'm not ashamed of it at all. It's like you have a little tiara. Schmidt taps his finger to his third eye to indicate that he sees the true power of Regirock now. There, that is the power of the Regirock. He is the one that allows people to breathe, smoke, and put all the best hats in the world. My friends, now I know where the Quacko Paco must hide the eggs. Hail the Quacko Paco. Hail to the Quacko Paco. Let our enemies eat their flesh, and let us meet the fluffy white, fluffy white, fluffy rabbit. <laughs> Eldie, what are you on about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
drunk. <laughs> She's so drunk. It's crazy. Um, the energy in the slimy cave room goes tense as everyone turns their attention to Elodie. Great Elodie of the Quacko Paco. Do you have something to tell us? Stop it now! I must save our friends. You may not use your powers until I have finished. We all must proceed before I answer your questions. And what about our little sister Grumpy? What's she doing down there? Cindy references to the tiny golem atop Trevor's head. They are still dancing, albeit they are far less threatening at this size. Are you going to do what I say now? I believe that my purpose here is to save our worlds. You're not wrong. But that's exactly where the fluffy white, fluffy white, fluffy rabbit comes in. You must trust me. It's the only way. What does this mean? Trevor notices this is a highly emotional subject for Elodie. <laughs> Fuck. I know this is the hard part of the world. What I have to offer my people may be the only thing that we need right now. We must proceed. At Elodie's request, the Quacko Paco exits the cave. Schmidt, Quacko, Cindy, Soul Eater, Elodie, Cabbage, Gimli, and Trevor walk outside. Trevor is carrying both Tiny Regirock and a deceased Symmetra. They are greeted by the incomprehensibly powerful scent of burnt sardines and the squid creature they saw earlier. Here they are. Do you think they remember us? They definitely remember us. Okay, I'll say it again. Serene people can live for many more years than run down fungus invaders. A horde of suspicious-looking Amoongus surround the Quacko Paco just as Schmidt foresaw. They stare menacingly at the party and let off terrifying howling sounds. Must have been the sardine smell that brought them here. What are we gonna do? We've got no time to stand around and wait to get eaten. Quacko screams at the nearest Amoongus. They go off after him. His tiny wings allow his tiny body to move quickly. Regirock begins to make weird alien noises. Tiny Regirock looks at Cabbage, which causes her to become angry. What are you doing? You should be focusing on taking care of your friends. You're wasting valuable time. Do you realize how small of a bag of cookies I could eat? I wasn't talking to you, you bumbling fool. I was talking to the tiny Reginald you wear as a crown. I see that, and you can go straight to hell. Trevor and Cabbage begin to fight as Quacko takes on all nine Amoongus by himself. Regirock could... <laughs> like... uh, Regirock continues to make weird alien noises. You're mine. No way out of this one. Man is a fool. There's no way out of this one. The Amoongus Bro. pummel Quacko into the dirt. Quacko can't handle all of them. Uh, <laughs> for this one, uh, quit! Uh, ooh! Big blue whale, hear my prayer! <laughs> you can run for a while, but you'll drown! Cindy points up to the sky where the big blue whale is watching the chaos unfold. He looks at her and speaks in a very strong voice. Stop the destruction and save the earth. A lot of good can come from this decision. Cindy glares at him. Wait! Cindy picks up a tiny cookie that mysteriously appeared on her shoulder. Macadamia! Cabbage giggles to herself. The blue whale speaks again. You are very gracious, and I thank you. Waylord begins to descend from the sky, his eyes locked on Cindy's cookie. Quacko continues to be repeatedly beaten by the gang of mushrooms, sending him sprawling into the dirt. I'll kill you! Tackle him to the ground! Sparks fly from tiny Regirock's hands as he watches the mushrooms head towards Cabbage's stash of cookies. Quacko lies on the ground, unconscious. Jesus, Jesus, that was my only weapon. Elodie runs away. Don't leave! We've got a bigger adventure to run! No, this is exactly what she needs! 
Waylord continues to descend from the sky, closing in on Cindy. He is very large. Quacko has stopped breathing. This journey is your best chance to really see a god. You steal from me and you'll die at my hand. You'll beg to live. I will never be anything more than a dragon who tries to eat the eggs. No, we can't let them get all eggs. They've already got all cookies. But we have no choice. We'll have to. Can I just say these are fucking made up words? <laughs> uh, Kurthy mushroom? Jelani mushroom? What the fuck is that? I just wanted to say one earlier was suspicious Amoongus. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were suspicious looking Amoongus. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. That's crazy. Okay. Um, Cindy raises her hand to the sky. Waylord is coming closer and begins to open his massive whale mouth to eat the cookie. Quacko, wait. He's coming for us. It's time we've made our decisions. Initiate Quacko Paco! Step six! Evasive maneuvers! Right as Waylord's mouth opens wide to consume Cindy's cookie, the Quacko Paco all leap into his gaping mouth, leaving behind the nine mushrooms and a dying Quacko. Cindy, Schmitz, Gimli, Trevor, Cabbage, and Soul Eater find themselves atop the massive tongue inside Whale Lord. Hey, get back here, you cowards! Quacko has returned. Quacko flies through Waylord's mouth right as he is about to close it. Quacko looks noticeably different. His body is now half the size it used to be. His tiny wings are much larger in size than before, and they are connected to his body in a way that allows Tiny Regirock to push him along. Oh no, not the cookies. Would you all behave for a moment? We're inside the mouth of a god. We are fortunate that we are in his presence. Well said, but we must hurry to not miss out on the reward. Our reward is waiting for us here. Quacko stirs. He looks around at everyone. But before I reward you, I must give you the power. In this pack of cookies, I have brought the secret to Quacko flying. The power of the Quacko. The secret to flying. And it is no small feat. Well, go on then. Yes, you have been very patient. So what you're saying is, if we, <laughs> if we eat these cookies that Cabbage made, that we'll all be able to fly as majestic as you with your large, beautiful wings? Yes. They are very good for us, Cabbage. But can we really blame her for the cookies having that power? The Quacko Paco eats the magic cookies provided by Quacko. The Paco becomes super fast flysters. The Quacko Paco moves through Whale Lord's mouth. It feels like Whale Lord has begun to reascend. This is a funky Friday. Deeper into the Whale Lord we must traverse, for the Quacko Paco's path is ceaseless. Elodie elsewhere. I think it is time I got going. My training is likely complete. Elodie is kneeling while surrounded by a circle of powerful and mysterious female warriors who are bestowing a blessing upon her. Elodie ran from the party to enter a time-freeze chamber to train for 100 years with powerful immortal warriors called Serene Warriors. I just want to say that's fucking crazy. Uh, so crazy. What? That's some Dragon Ball Z shit. Of like Serene Grace though. Like, yeah. Right? Serene like Serene what? Warriors. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyways. While it only has been a few moments for her friends, Elodie has been training in serene warrior military techniques for as long as an entire lifetime. Elodie wears their ceremonial clothing, which looks like white leather garb with glowing armor frames over the chest and torso. She has a mask of a human female tied to her head that covers most of her face. Her mask has properties of removing extreme heat off of her body. Several of the female warriors wear hats with crystal armor frames over the heads. Elodie looks noticeably older, but still beautiful, wizened by her years of training. There, that's done nicely for you. Welcome to the battle. You made record progress. Today, I am here to stop the onslaught. 
My friends need me. Elodie thinks about her best friends who she left behind when ambushed by the mushrooms. She sheds a single purple tear. That was close. And to think I failed to prepare my little home and our new family of friends for the battle. Your friends need you now. They cannot fight without you. This is war. Let's fight together for my mother and sister. I'm with you. And to think I was going to leave my family to fight the invaders. You made it so clear my course. But I'm here. Now it's time to show you. The serene warriors begin menacingly forming a tighter circle around Elodie. Elodie slides her gauntlets onto her fists. I'm with you, Elodie. I will beat them all one by one. Elodie casts time-free time. The serene warriors are frozen. Elodie mercilessly pummels them while they are frozen with her incredible golden gauntlets. Their bones shatter and their limbs fly over, all over the room. Every last one of the serene warriors are slaughtered by Elodie's hands. We will always be with you, Elodie. Well, at least I can thank you all for getting me this far. But now the Quackopaco needs me, and I really don't want to fight them. The entire Serene Warriors are dead, leaving Elodie as the ultimate Serene Warrior. Elodie walks back out to where the Quackopaco, inside Waylord's body, is struggling to keep up with Waylord's vertical acceleration. It looks as if the Quackopaco is too fast to catch up to at this speed. In fact, I will outfly them all. Elodie looks at Waylord with all her heart full of determination. While all the crystals of the cave walls are shattered by Elodie's sonic boom, the Waylord and Elodie speed into each other at near-suicidal speeds. Elodie's sheer pure force versus the Waylord's power, the friction. At some point, the Waylord's mass and power outweighing Elodie's speed. The masses and power overcome the friction of the speed and the power. The Waylord and Elodie speed into each other, impacting with multiple physical and sonic forces, allowing the Waylord to grow bigger and more powerful. The resulting explosion of energy inside and out the cave causes the entrance to be sealed and several crystals to explode in resulting energy fireballs of rock crystal dust. The pieces of rock fly all over and outside. The crystals come down like a sprinkler on the land, wreaking havoc and obliterating everything in the immediate area. Are you alright? Did you all feel that? Oh, that's too dangerous for me. No, everything's fine. Look at me. See? I'm not afraid of anything anymore. Really? That's because all the monsters in the world are leaving me alone. I don't even need protection, because in my current state, there are no monsters left to scare me. I am allowed to do whatever I want, and for as long as I want. That includes killing and eating anybody that annoys me. Anyone who annoys me. I've got a bad feeling about this. Elodie pounds her gauntlets together, creating an incredible explosion. The explosion can be heard through the walls of Waylord's body. Hey, Elodie, time for you to show yourself. I've got my courage. Now, if you just let me have a few seconds to explain, I'll explain everything in an easily understood way to your father. <laughs> Elodie is gone, old man. I am the serene warrior. What I need is to forget everything else that happened and just focus on this. And victory! What you're saying is hard to accept. Elodie is no longer here. This just happens to be exactly what I needed. The guy who I thought was the savior of all of his other friends and is basically going to kill us all is just a little guy who's going to get eaten by a bigger guy. Fine. I'll just do this then. Gimli pounces forward and delivers a mighty stomp. Everything explodes out of control in an explosion of crystal dust. In the distance, we can hear a faint sound of weeping and wailing. Waylord is in pain. 
Waylord opens his mouth slightly so the gang can see and speak to Elodie floating in the sky outside. There's so much pain. What did you do to him? It was sort of a prank, but he really deserved it. Did you figure out why? Why? I thought you loved him. I did. You feel what I feel. You're my Elodie. You're my love. But in all of the chaos, I told him that was not true. Really? Oh. Yes. I guess. I don't understand. Uh, take a moment to see the character that was generated there. Uh, <laughs> instead of just Elodie. She's carefully <laughs> avoiding a yes or no answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, crazy. Um, <clears throat> Elodie puts her gauntlets down. Gimli rushes out of Waylord's mouth with the old man's strength. Please, 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 I can't watch this. Gimli jumps on top of Waylord and tackles him to the ground from the sky. Why you? You'll be drawn back to them. We have to get him back, please, for the Quacko Paco. Very well. You have my blessing. Waylord slams into the ground and his massive body evaporates into cherry blossom leaves. Elodie floats above the Quacko Paco with her new power and outfit. Mitt, please listen. Simon Jumper is your son, who everyone knows is a child prodigy and an artist freak. He must be stopped. Yes, please. You're the only thing that matters to him. I will do anything for you, Elodie. Your power compels me. In honor of Sam's sacrifice, I will save this entire dimension from the clutches of my demonic descendant. I was hoping you'd say that. That's great! You guys are really gonna stop the bad guy! I really have had a great time so far. Elodie is so cool! Very well. I guess all that action wasn't so bad, actually. I obliterated the false whale prophet. Now we must end Schmidt's son, Simon Jumper's life. Does the Quacko Paco accept me as their new leader? Do it! Is it so? I am elated. As much as it can be a bother, yeah, go ahead, chump. But I can, can I return to my family's back? This is acceptable. Allow me to offer a symbol of my devotion to Quacko. The song of my heart, the beautiful and glorious, that will make you quack. <laughs> the bliss of everything in this galaxy. Elodie finishes her song and charges forward with her gauntlet and punches Sam's corpse with her right fist. Sam's body explodes and then tiny Regirock falls directly into where Sam's body used to be. Elodie claps her hands and Sam's body reforms around Reginald, creating a stone golem that looks like Sam that has Sam's former consciousness. Now, I have met my match. The most powerful troll ever created, Simon Jumper. I have become merely a humble servant to the mighty hand of Elodie, the serene warrior. This bitch is going down. End of act two. Oh my god. <laughs> that shit went off the rails quickly. <laughs> I was confused where we were at half the time. Like, were we inside the whale? Were we outside the whale? What a cohesive. <laughs> um, I think some really funny... Thing and then there were lovers. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Whale being like in love with Elodie and Elodie being like, oh, oh. <laughs> wait, oh, you were? <laughs> wait, really? Um, I just, I could not believe the Elodie arc here. Like, that's, that seems <laughs> crazy. There was a hyperbolic time chamber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Wonder <laughs> Ghibli and Cindy gonna get alternate forms. <laughs> and like... I stand with you, and then she slaughters all the war. Why? It's that was. I love how Cindy's insane. just like hype girl. Like, Leia, let's go. <laughs> yeah, Cindy, yeah right? Cindy's character is like just pumping up everyone. It's so funny. Uh, <laughs> old <man> strike. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think some of the like. The the character like parentheticals that were created here are insane, I think. Like holding back tears, making you smile, like avoiding a yes or no answer. Like what the what was the AI doing, dude? It's like crazy. I feel like you might have to start reading those. Like in yellow eyed form and then have Schmidt. Yeah, yellow eyed angel oh, yeah, form. Yeah. Schmidt also lost like his yellow eyed angel form like yeah. halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he did. Because I feel like because like if we do another one and the parentheticals are still like this wild, yeah, I feel like we need to specify like in yellow Ed Rangel Jill form. Yeah, absolutely. Sam Stone homunculus <laughs> yeah, form. Yeah, she, she's a homunculus form now. Yeah, the AI <laughs> wants to give everyone forms. Like everyone <laughs> gets a form. Like it's insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but like even without like a super powerful form, Gimli still took down Waylord. Right? Yeah. Like Gimli just fucking grounded <laughs> Waylord. Yeah. Um, okay, I will. That's fine. I I feel like like I don't watch a lot of anime, but I feel like there's some anime shit. Uh, particularly Elodie's side arc where she trains with like a bunch of powerful women. Hyperbolic type chamber. Yeah, yeah. hyperbolic. Like that feels very like anime to me. And also Waylord exploding to cherry blossoms, I thought felt kind of That was that sounded beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Like to yeah. be honest. It's a massive Waylord. It sounds very godlike. Yeah. Yeah. Um Elodie had some hard lines. I think you did a great job delivering those. Because <laughs> like Thank you. There was some He's kind of going insane. Yeah, there Matt has a son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Simon Jumper. Simon Jumper. <laughs> he's the main villain, dude. It's, it's the, he's always been the main villain. What do you mean? Simon Jumper. It's like, oh? like we all know who he is. Like, oh yes, of course, Simon Jumper, yeah, Schmidt's son. Jumper. He must be destroyed. And Elodie's like. I'm the leader now. Everyone's like, "Yeah, you're the leader." <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. I'm the captain yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. 